Well Expo podcast in association with Be Coached for confidence moving forward. Sharon D from Ireland's Got Curves, and we are going to be talking all about being comfortable in your own skin. Sharon, Yay! hey, how are you? You're very, very welcome. I'm great. Thanks so much. And I'm absolutely honored to be able to um, come on your platform today. So thank you very much. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Comfortable in your own skin. I mean, it just throws out so many different connotations for different people. Um, just talk to me about it. What triggered it? Because I see you have a presentation there and all, and it is a presentation you deliver. What inspired it? Um, I suppose, um, you know, it's Mental Health Week and talking about mental health, um, not being comfortable in your own skin um, it's very uncomfortable, the opposite to being comfortable. And that's going to affect us in all kinds of ways. Um, ways that we don't realize because we often just go along on autopilot and live life, you know. Um, but when we look at it, I mean, would you rather be comfortable or, or uncomfortable? It's as simple as that, really. Yeah, it is. And is that partly how Ireland's Got Curves was triggered? Because when did you, you started that a few years ago? Yeah, so Islands Got Curves is an annual event um, and it was basically triggered from, uh, triggered probably being the word, from an incident that happened to me um, when I felt I was kind of top of my game. Um, I had an amazing light bulb moment um, after I turned 40 and I kind of, a midlife crisis I suppose you could say, and I kind of um, started doing lots of things. So I used to model. So I went back to being a plus size model and I was working in the UK with my old agent. I met her and she's like, you haven't aged a bit. And I was just feeling brilliant. Um, I'd lost four stone that year. I was feeling top of my game. Husband couldn't keep his hands off me. That's why I was going to London a lot to get a wet break. Um, but I was doing all sorts of things, training hard, working hard, living life. And um, I just done quite a spectacular feat in Ireland, which I'll talk about in a while. Um, but I'd hopped straight from quite a physical weekend and gone to um, England to model. So I left like my gym gear behind and flew over to the catwalk. I was feeling amazing. I came back and I went into a shop in the airport as everyone does take advantage of time between flights and stuff and um I walked into a shop and a young sales assistant she looked me up and down and she just said we have nothing here for you well <laughs> the ground swallowed me whole the lump in the throat couldn't swallow turn on my heels went into the bathroom in the airport and cried. I think it was an hour till my flight and I barely made the flight. I was so upset. My then I realized that this girl 
had floored me because although I was doing all these things and walking the walk, literally, I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. So I started to look at myself. And then when I kind of had my own journey, I realized there's lots of people out there like me that aren't comfortable in their own skin. And one thing which I'll talk about in a bit is about creating a tribe. So I suppose Islands Got Curves came from that and we've created an amazing tribe uh, with 11,000 people on our platform on social medias. We have events that people come to. We have a weekly show that people tune into. So we've created an amazing platform and we deal only with businesses that treat people the way people deserve to be treated. Wow. I, I, I have to say, I'm just trying to imagine what it must have been like to stand in a shop and for an assistant just to off the cuff decide, sorry, you're not our customer and I'm actually going to tell you that to your face. I mean, that, like, that is absolutely horrendous. And from it and your emotions and all you went through, Ireland's Got Curves was born. And you, like the models you use, do you go to an agency or do you use, you know, any woman or any no, man? We don't go for an agency at all. I mean, in fact, one of our shows, the unlimited edition that we did was with the Special Olympics team before they went to Dubai. And we just got them. And I kind of take anyone. My theory is everyone wears clothes. So everyone deserves to see clothes on people they can relate to. Yes, models from agencies, they are gorgeous, but so are we. And um, yeah, I'm because I've been a model and I've trained with the best and all the rest, I'm able to pass that knowledge. And we have boot camps. We book out the Liffey Trust Studios where the Strictly Dancing is. We often trip over the guys there because it's on normally the same time. And yeah, we do boot camps, we train, and we put on an amazing show. Yeah, and it sounds, it does, it sounds really, really exciting. But have you come across any, see, most people will think, oh yeah, not comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, which, that's a woman's thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Have you, so, yeah. Have you come across guys that will be the same as well? Well, look, Barbara, we are all humans. Like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. When we think about mindset, we often don't, talk about it guys have been taught to suppress things and that's not macho and all of that it doesn't mean people don't feel things it really doesn't so I suppose the first thing I want to do is talk about what is comfortable in your own skin and um, I suppose I looked up comfortable in the Oxford you know translate um definition of the word and it said comfortable is like comfortable sturdy shoes <laughs> And it's like a um, piece of leather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, especially it, it provides physical ease and relaxation, which is a place you want to be. And then when you look at skin, skin is what protects us. Skin is what holds us together. So surely we need to be comfortable in it. So there's my stiletto heels from one of the catwalks I did. I love them. I love stilettos. <laughs> I think they're gorgeous. I guess um, that's not comfortable for me. 
being on the catwalk is comfortable wearing them shoes is not comfortable for me i'm barefoot right now and i say a lot of people during lockdown have been in runners or barefoot or <laughs> going back in heels is not going to be comfortable and um, i can practice walking in heels but i'm still not comfortable i'm more productive in my runners in my comfortable worn out shoes that i love so um you know, we need to be comfortable to be more productive. So what, if you were giving like tips then um, for someone, like what steps can they take? Like, where do they start looking? What is it they need to start feeling? You know, how should they be thinking about themselves? Because you know, there's a lot that goes on. As you say, that girl judged you immediately. And we can't control what other people think, no more than we can control what they can say or do. So it's how somebody can start actually um, telling themselves, I am good enough to be me. You know, I am good enough to do, to whatever. So what, what would you say to somebody watching now who's feeling that? I suppose the first question I'd be asking is why are we not comfortable in our own skin? Because when we find out the why, then we can find out the how, do you know? Yeah. So um, why are we not comfortable in our skin? So one reason that I feel a lot of people are not comfortable in their own skin is because we're always criticizing ourselves. We were told as children, if you can't say something nice, say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And we learned that with other people. But did we learn it when we look into the mirror? No. We're our own worst critics. We look in the mirror and we find all our flaws, all our negativities. And we tell ourselves, you know, we abuse ourselves with our language. We attend ourselves daily. Oh, this doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. You know, I have issues, but I'm not choosing to hide away from the cameras, not go on and whatever. And people don't notice my issues. But I tell myself my issues all the time, or I used to. And that's a huge part of why we're not comfortable. Yeah, and the mirror actually, you know, it is a big thing. And it, funnily enough, it is actually something I would have used with uh, music students years ago you know, if they were going to perform. Because the thing with a mirror is, is when you, um, okay, somebody will stand in front of it and they say, oh yeah, I'm wearing this. But actually, if you start talking to yourself, looking at a mirror, it is mentally and physically, it is a completely different experience. Yeah, and I, I, I don't mean the whole look in the mirror and make up what people have told you to tell yourself and use other people's affirmations. I don't mean that. But I mean, start by not saying something bad. If you can't say something good, don't say anything bad. And I think that's a good place to start with, how we talk to ourselves. And the next thing is um, listening to other people. People are going to judge you no matter what. We all judge people. Some of us don't know when to shut our mouths and others of us have learned to. But we all judge people. You're going to be judged. But it's none of your business what people are saying about you. When people are judging you, it's coming from what they believe, what they think. It's their opinions. And I've put up here, other people's opinions are not your facts. 
That's and perfect. Yeah, actually, that is a brilliant. I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting, but that absolutely is a key comment on that other people's opinions are not your facts. Yeah. And that's the difference. And when you learn, when you learn that, that's a light bulb moment. That really is a light bulb moment. People come from their own backgrounds, from their own opinions. Um, an example is I've taken up painting during lockdown. I'm really loving it. But I have someone in my life, like very supportive. Well, I would just say it's my mom because she won't mind. She's <laughs> lovely. She's hugely supportive and everything else. When I say I'm painting something, if I show her the blank canvas, she's just like, oh, and you can feel her saying like, are you really going to, you know, she's trying to protect me. But if I listen to her, I wonder if I've actually produced three really good pictures that I'm really proud of. If I'd listen to other people's and they're not always judging people, not always negative people. They're often people that want to help you, but they're looking at what they can't do. So they want to save you from what you can do, but they think they can't, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, no, I know. And I've seen some of your work, you yeah. know, and it is, it is lovely. And the movement, and, and I'm going to mention a picture here, which I know nobody watching is going to know what I'm talking about, but the elephant, because you actually, you got great movement in him. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't finished him yet, but I'm actually, and that's a great thing as well. When you're not finished something, have the guts to still celebrate it. Well, art, yeah. Drawing is not my thing. So I, I like lines. No, give me music, but drawing, no. Yeah. But no, you're right. Going back to this, other people's opinions. And I think because of the lockdown now that we've been in and we're only just starting to come back out of it. I think part of the fear then is when we come back out. Um, like I went to the shop yesterday. Now, my roots are sprayed every week for this. Okay. And that's it. I, the bottles of color are not going in, but I am spraying the roots. But I went to the shop yesterday and there wasn't a root sprayed. And I kind of went, no, well, because it's not. Uh, do you know what I mean? I, and I think you kind of have to get to that point in yourself. Where you say, yeah, you know, because this is me. This is who I am. And your opinion is your opinion. It, it does not define who I am. Exactly. And it is so important. And I think as well as that, another really important thing to do, I'm just rushing us on because we're time limits and everything. But You'd know you were a host on a show, wouldn't you? <laughs> but, um, I, Albert Einstein's quote, and I just love this quote so much, I'm going to have to read it, is everybody is a genius. But if you judge a fish to climb, um, judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. What yeah. do I mean by that? Well, a fish is a fish, you know, and Albert Einstein is a genius <laughs> when he said this, because who would have known? If I judge myself by Kim Kardashian, I'm going to fail. But an equally, if Kim Kardashian judged herself by me, she's going to fail. Because I am me. Nobody, not one of you out there could possibly ever be me as good as I can be me. And I could never, ever be you as good as you are you. No one can. So you need to celebrate your own authentic self. And that's the thing, being comfortable in your own skin. It's yours because the chances are nobody else actually wants it. So make the most of what it is, of what you have. 
Yeah. When you started, because and that brings me back to actually the reaction of when you started the um, Ireland's Got Curves and it went online. Like when you first started it, what was the reaction to it? I think um, no one understood what I was doing. Um, and there was so much involved. I didn't know how to get down what I was doing to explain to people about talking to them for an hour. And we only have five, six seconds to get someone's attention, not an hour. And um, so I suppose that was it. The other thing was, um, Island Scott Curves is a curvy convention. And I've modeled for similar curvy conventions around different parts of the world. But in Ireland, it was nearly like people didn't want to be seen to be going to Islands Got Curves or be involved or, you know, because it was nearly like, oh, what will people think of me? Um, whatever. Plus size in the industry world is size 12 up, which is the majority of people. And when I say that and people say, oh, no, it's not. Have a look at the catwalk models. Some size 10s that have curves are too big for them. So if you think this is what's been fed into your head the whole time, how you should look, you're not being told it, but you know, I remember watching models on television. Yes, they were beautiful. But I remember looking, thinking, I wouldn't get that dress in my size. And if I did get it in my size, it'd be in the wardrobe because it will not look like that on me. So, um, yeah, I think that was kind of the reaction. It was near like a no. But once people come to Ireland's Got Curves, like even this, um, we have a guest speaker fly over, Daniel Henderson, and he's like 3 million viewers. He's young, hunky, gorgeous, fit, just bubble <laughs> Okay, <up>. okay. <laughs> um, he comes over and he's like, this is my retreat, you know. I love this, the energy, the spirit, the whole feeling that you get. And that's the tribe I've created. I'm so proud of it. We don't weigh anyone at the door. We often have girls coming with their friends that are the size 10s or whatever. They have equally a great time. Yeah, but you see, you can tell, Sharon, though, I like listening to you here and chatting with you. You know, it is so much from your heart that, it, and you are so passionate about it. And I'm not surprised it is so successful for you, you know. And it's, I think it's absolutely brilliant, you know. And some, the thing is, you know, people think, oh yeah, somebody who has curves, well, they can't be fit and healthy. But that's not true because um, you've done your own challenges. Oh, absolutely. Um... I was size 18 when I did my first triathlon. Why? Because I could. <laughs> because people, I got so sick of people thinking I was promoting obesity by having islands got curves. I was promoting people to be on the couch and not moving. I said, actually, no, I work out. Um, I decided January New Year's resolution to do a triathlon. I googled how to do a triathlon. I trained myself and did it on the 9th of April. I mean, uh, size yeah. 18 or size 8. You've more energy than I have because I can assure you I wouldn't be, I, like, I definitely wouldn't be able to. But then on that slide even there that you have there, it's, you have, it's self-created. You know, we need to um, embrace 
you know, everything about us, flaws and all, as they say, like yesterday, if you'd have seen me going out, you know, two inches of roots. And I mean, you also have a background in hair and beauty, so you can only just imagine now what the look was like, you know, but so have you any boot camps now planned for this year or any other events? Because you did have something coming up, but because of the COVID, it was put off, wasn't it? Yeah, so we had our fifth annual show was due to take place in April, but it's been paused or put on the back burner until it's safe for us to go ahead and safety will always be first. I'm also a hair and makeup artist. The amount of phone calls I get for people wanting me to do the hair, I'm not touching you. I'm not coming near you until I can. It's ridiculous. But yeah, um, when it's safe, we will. So we, we have our online show, which is on the plus side every Wednesday. And that's a nice way to tap in. And we have our nice Facebook forum for people to come in and um, have a look. Um, but yeah, I mean, I suppose people look at me and say, well, you know, how could you be so full of yourself? How could you look in the mirror and see all of this? And I think it's really important what I have here. I see my flaws. We all have flaws. You can't just look in a mirror and pretend not to have flaws. But if you look at your flaws as the potential for growth, rather than a flaw, you're looking at a challenge and excitement and adventure. And if you saw your child had a flaw, would you just be like, oh, you're flawed? <laughs> no, oh, exactly, exactly. You would love them. You would nurture them. You would teach them to grow. And it's all about self-love. And self-love isn't selfish. I, have I wonder where I've heard that before, because it is one that I live by. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. not. Yeah. And as you can see, my little emoji things that have become very popular lately is holding a cup full because you would have heard the saying you can't pull from pour from an empty cup and I always used to think well if I was starving and my child was starving of course I'd feed my child first of course if um there was a safety mask you often see on the airplane the safety mask coming down always attend to your own first I used to be like no of course I'd get my child done but what good am I if I'm dead and my child's sitting there with a mask on their face do you know, you, you cannot um, help others. So it's not selfish. You can't help others unless you've got self-love. Absolutely. So on that note, top three tips for how? Okay. Fall in love. Uh, ever see anybody fall in love with someone for the first time and they've rose tinted glasses and you're looking at them thinking really and then, <laughs> oh, oh why don't we extend that to ourselves why don't we forgive ourselves why don't we look at ourselves the way that you would look at a newborn baby. Is baby that, that who I think it is? That's my grandson. Your grandson. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Thank you. But I'd look at that baby with love. It doesn't matter what anyone says. You also have to honour yourself. Celebrate everything your body does for you. My body has taken me shopping. It's taken me to buy food. My body has run a triathlon. It doesn't have to be that extreme. My body's given birth. My body has... Um, took me out dancing for the night and enjoyed myself. My body has done all sorts of things. Celebrate them, honor them. And um, with your mind as well, what your mind's allowed you to be educated, to learn music, to practice an instrument, celebrate how wonderful you are. 
But my biggest tip I say as well is spending time. I hate taxes. I don't spend much time on taxes other than I have to. I won't even entertain Love Island. I think I'd prefer my taxes. <laughs> I don't like so soap operas, but I love no, painting. So look how much time I would spend, right? But if I look at myself and things I don't like, how much time am I spending on them? They'd be up there. And the things I like would be down there. So why? Why are we doing that when we know how to spend time on things we love? Because we do it. You have to say no to people. I'm going really quick here now because the time... No, you're I tell you, I could sit here all day listening <laughs> to you. Chuck. You have to learn to say no. When something makes you uncomfortable, not uncomfortable in a test in your boundaries way, but when someone makes you uncomfortable, but you sacrifice a piece of you and do it for them anyway, and everything else, yes, you do do things for people to help people because you enjoy it and everything else. But when you're run ragged and you cannot have time for yourself, and then you're taking on other people's stuff, yeah, you've got yeah. to learn to say no. Yeah. And just to sum up, skin, it renews itself. You are constantly shredding your skin. You're constantly renewing. So let go of the past, the thoughts that are created, the labels, past hurts, non-facts about you. Renew your skin. Continually fall in love with yourself. Build yourself up. Build your tribe. That's it. Actually, that's it. You know, you need other voices. You do need to build your tribe. Sharon, yeah, I mean, I sit sitting here going, my God, this woman has so much information. You are an absolute inspiration on what you do. And, you. you know, honest to God, um, I know you a long time. And I know you from years ago, from a completely different industry, completely. Um, I must be 10 years ago when we first met and then kind of path separate and then they cross again. But like your enthusiasm, your energy and your passion for people to be comfortable in themselves is just so infectious. And it has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you here today. And I just want to thank you so, so much. Um, Esther, how are we doing there? Are there any questions on or? There are no questions, just lots and lots of lovely comments um, saying that, um, you're beautiful. Yes, be authentic and do not compare. You're so inspiring, Sharon. Uh, Carrie Denny says she can't wait to meet in person for Ireland's Got Curves Live. Um, Siobhan says, love your passion and energy. And no is a complete sentence. And, that's true. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. So Brilliant. Um, so thank you everybody for joining us today on the webcast. It will, obviously it will remain on the page. Um, if there are any other comments that you want to put in, I know Sharon will come pop back and answer them. And you can also get in touch with Ireland's Got Curves. That link will be underneath this now, as soon as we are finished our live. And I shall see you all on Thursday where we are talking outdoors. So. Absolutely. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs>